Since we're talking about things that are concerning, let's go there, shall we? Not only are we by ourselves a lot in the store, but uh, I've also had a knife pulled out on me while I was at the register trying to handle an irate customer. You want to know what DG told me to do? Put in a ticket. I have been sexually assaulted and probably almost kidnapped while working here. Okay. And you want to know what they told me to do? Put in a ticket. I have been threatened on multiple occasions to whoop my ass, kill me. I've had things thrown at me. I've been pushed. I've been shoved. And guess what I'm told to do? Put in a ticket. A good friend of mine is also a store manager at another store, and she's in a really rough area. She pulled into the parking lot one morning, and there was literally two guys standing over another male, and he was getting shot. And he was literally begging her to help him. Needless to say, long story short, cops came, store was shut down for a couple hours before opening, all that great stuff. You want to know what they told her to do? Put in a ticket! When it comes to employee safety, there is none. There is literally none. All we are ever told to do is put in a ticket. What the f is a ticket going to do? I just had a knife pulled out on me and the guy is threatening to f stab me. Let me tell him to hold on one second so I can go to the back office and put in a ticket. Oh, call the police? Okay. And they're gone before the police even show up. But make sure you put in that ticket. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode four of Not Safe at Work, a show that exposes everything that's wrong in the workplace. Unsafe working conditions, mistreatment of employees, toxic work environments, corrupt corporate culture. I'm your host, Alexis, and the story I have for you today is not only going to surprise you, but I think it's also going to change your perception about one particular popular retail chain. This is a shocking story of a former Dollar General store manager named Mary Gundel and her movement. Hashtag put in a ticket. Dollar General is the nation's largest discount retailer. With over 18,000 stores located in 47 states, you can pretty much buy anything you're looking for in these stores. Groceries, clothes, cleaning supplies, pet food, you name it. Dollar General employs over 140,000 people. But what comes to mind when you think about these stores? Do you think of them as clean, organized, with fully stocked shelves and easy to walk through aisles, and a hardworking, friendly staff? Or do you think of them as dirty, with boxes and clutter all over the place, and bare or empty shelves, with rude or lazy workers? Well, sadly, I feel like most people think of the latter. And that's because a lot of the time, it's the truth. It's no secret that in some Dollar General stores, the bathrooms are dirty, you can't even walk through the aisles or find the items that you're looking for. And it's easy to take out these frustrations on the workers or by assuming that they're lazy. But maybe there's more than meets the eye when you walk into a Dollar General store. Maybe it's time we take a look at what's really going on behind closed doors. My name is Mary Gundel. I live in Sefner, Florida, and I work for Dollar General on the corner of 301 and MLK in Tampa. Mary is 33 years old, and she was recently fired from her job at Dollar General for posting a TikTok series exposing the dangerous and unsafe working conditions that Dollar General employees deal with every single day. Mary's videos went viral, some of them having over 1 million views, and her story has made major headlines. The New York Times, ABC News, Fox News. So when Mary showed up to my Zoom call, 
I was a little bit starstruck. I'm good. I, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I literally just woke up from a nap. That's why I look like a hot mess. Mary and her videos created a movement. Hashtag put in a ticket. Dollar General employees everywhere are coming forward, confirming what Mary exposes in her videos, the unsafe working conditions that they deal with every single day. This just goes to show how one person's voice can really be heard and make a difference thanks to social media. I've been connecting with a lot of people, actually, and this is like my full-time job now because there's just so much going on all day, every day, messages, calls, emails, just from organizations and from people and media, and just trying to keep up with everything is... It's become a struggle, um, but <laughs> I'm definitely managing it. It's just something I'm not used to. Since she's been fired, Mary's been juggling organizing this movement and working for Lyft and Uber to try to support her husband and her three children. So what exactly is the put in a ticket movement and what's the purpose of it? Sorry, I'm making me a cup of coffee. I am trying. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, you're fine. You're fine. The purpose of this whole movement is to create change. We need safer environments for these employees. When they have a concern or they're harassed or they're sexually assaulted, there needs to be more things in place for them when they don't feel safe. So there's a lot of safety measures that need to be put in place for people. And not only that, but you definitely need to be paid a living wage, which they currently are not. A lot of them are barely making it as it is, and some of them are having to work two and three jobs. That's just sad. Someone should not have to work two and three jobs in order to just live. Mary said that Dollar General, or DG as they often call it, starts off their workers at minimum wage, which obviously differs from state to state, but the average pay for cashiers is $8.20 an hour. For lead associates, it's $9.52 an hour. For assistant store managers, it's around 11 an hour. Dollar General reported a net income of $2.4 billion for fiscal year 2021. So according to DG workers on social media, they say that the idea is that they're supposed to operate and look like a Walmart or a Publix, but they're simply not given the hours or the resources to make that a possibility. I think most people believe that Dollar General stores are crummy, they're nasty, they're unorganized, they're understaffed, and I feel like they blame a lot of those problems on the employees themselves. I asked Mary to describe in detail the unsafe working conditions that DG workers experience on a daily basis. There's a lot of them, actually. A lot of stores, especially here in the South where it gets hot, their ACs don't work and they don't jump right on to fix them. In the North, we have heat that doesn't work and they are stuck all winter with no heat, just using space heaters scattered throughout the store. One of the biggest safety concerns is that employees are left by themselves for long periods of time. And when I mean long periods of time, I mean from as early as 4 a.m., 6 a.m., all the way up until 2 and 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So this is just my personal opinion, but I don't think that any store, any job, any workplace should have employees working alone, especially not for up to 10 hours in a single day. By themselves in the store, having to maintain the customer flow, the business. I mean, they literally have to lock the door in order to go to the bathroom. Imagine working alone in a big, busy retail store for up to 10 hours a day. There's a million things that could go wrong. People could come in and assault you, attack you, or abduct you. And who knows how long it would even be until somebody noticed. They could come in, they could abduct you, they could rob the store, they could do all sorts of things. What if this person is on a ladder working sky shelves and they fall? 
there's actually been stories of he was in the store by himself and he had to go to the bathroom. So he went to the bathroom, but he didn't lock the door to the store. Thank God. So he left the store running. He just ran to the bathroom really quick and he ended up having a heart attack in that bathroom. And he was in that bathroom for 10 minutes before somebody found him and he ended up passing away. He was found by a customer. What if someone else was there that day working with this man? What if he was found sooner? Of course, I can't say for sure that he would have lived, but I guess we'll never know. That's a big, big safety concern of just employees in general being left by themselves. They could get hurt, and who's supposed to find you? Who's supposed to help you? So that is one of my biggest, biggest concerns. But there's also all these roll tainers and freight being all over the floor. Roll tainers are the tall carts you often see in the aisles of the DG stores. They're supposed to provide a fast way for supplies to get from the warehouse to the shelves, and they're designed to reduce the need for storage space. I linked a video on notsafeatworkpodcast.com, and if you go to one minute in, you can see a DG trucker loading roll tainers onto the truck. But the problem is, when a truckload of all these roll tainers and freight is dropped off at a DG store, it often all ends up sitting in the store aisles for a number of reasons. This isn't just dangerous for the workers, it's dangerous for the customers. People can trip and fall, and then there's fire issues where they're blocking exits and back doors. Dollar General has a long-documented history of being a fire disaster waiting to happen. Stores have been closed down for fire code violations. And not only that, but according to a statement in March of 2022 from the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or OSHA, Dollar General is, quote, discounting safety and exposing employees to dangerous working conditions, unquote. Since 2016, Dollar General has racked up more than $3.6 million in penalties nationwide. OSHA Regional Administrator Kirk Petermeyer said, quote, Dollar General's long and extensive history of workplace safety violations and repeated failures to protect its workers shows willful recklessness. Their blatant and continued disregard for the safety of their employees must come to an end. The U.S. Department of Labor's Occupational Safety and Health Administration will make every effort to hold them accountable for their failures, unquote. How can you remain in business when customers are walking around the store shopping and they are seeing this themselves. Do they complain to you about that stuff? Oh, you, yes. What kind oh, of stuff yes. do they say? Do they like yell at you or scream at you? What do they say? Oh, yeah. We've had customers yell at us. We've had customers scream at us. We've had customers basically tell us that we were going to lose our job because they're going to complain to corporate because they can't get to whatever item it is on the shelf. So what other types of dangerous situations take place at DG stores? Well, when I googled shootings at Dollar General, an alarming amount of articles popped up. But according to one by Sam Borsha on the Lake and McHenry County Scanner, on February 4, 2022, in Waukegan, Illinois, a 19-year-old DG worker noticed that a man was shoplifting. The worker approached the shoplifter and asked him to leave, and he ended up pulling a gun on him and shot him in the face. In this case, the employee did survive, but that isn't always the case. According to 2020 reports from the New Yorker and ProPublica, dollar store chains in general have a higher risk of crime and violence against both the employees and the customers. But how does corporate DG deal with these types of situations? Well, apparently, they blame the store managers for acts of violence at their location. The most I have seen corporate do when it comes to having to put in a ticket was after someone who came in and they were stealing. The store manager approached them to ask them about getting his stuff back, and the guy pulled out a gun on the store manager, the assistant manager, and everybody that was in the store. It was all over the news. 
Well, obviously, the store manager called the police. He huddled everybody he could into the office because it's the only door that really locks other than the bathrooms. Well, long story short, the police caught the guy down the street and shot him dead. Yes, yes. Caught the guy down the street and shot him dead. The store manager and the assistant manager were both terminated from the company because they said that they didn't follow company policy. They should not have approached the man who literally had black trash bags filled with their shit, getting ready to walk out the door. You shouldn't have approached them. You should have put in a ticket. I asked Mary if she has any personal horror stories, the most dangerous, scariest things that have happened to her on the job. The most dangerous thing that's happened to me, I was sexually assaulted outside of the location in my car and almost pulled through the window as if I was going to be kidnapped by somebody after leaving the store at night. It could have happened to anybody. I totally get that. But that was something that happened to me. I've also had a knife pulled out on me on the register. He was mad. He was angry. I was just a dumb bee in the wrong neighborhood. And I wasn't going to tell him what he can and cannot do. Yeah, so that was a pretty uh, upsetting situation. And I had begged corporate over and over and over for security in my store. And they refused. Another thing Mary was pointing out is that Dollar General has all of these written policies, these SOPs. Policies like store managers are not allowed to go work at other store locations than the one that they manage. But apparently, Dollar General will force or guilt trip store managers to go work other locations when they need it. Oh yeah, there's a lot of policies that, oh, they will definitely hold you accountable for them. Oh, but (laughs) it's okay if we don't follow it. You're only not allowed to follow the policy when we don't. Like, how does that make sense? Why do you even have the policy? Legally, everything that I'm saying is true. I mean, look at the thousands of people I have backing me up, confirming everything that I'm saying. Between Mary and thousands of other DG workers, the Department of Labor and OSHA, I think it's safe to say that Mary's telling the truth. Like you said, they don't give you the hours. They don't give you the labor that you need. Why doesn't corporate, why don't they want their stores to look better? See, the thing is, is what they push is that it can happen and it's doable and it's proven to work. So the way they see it is they give you a seven day workflow, which they abide by, which every day you're supposed to do certain things, you're supposed to do certain tasks. And as long as you work their model, it's supposed to work. According to company policy and their standards, if you do not do those things, then you're not up to Dollar General policy and you're supposed to be held accountable for that. We do get harped on quite a bit. Mary explains that she expressed her concerns to her district manager that she needed more help and she couldn't continue working these long hours anymore. You see, store managers are salaried employees and they're expected to work a minimum of 48 hours every week. And then they're given a certain amount of labor hours in their budget to schedule the rest of their team. And then those employees are paid hourly. Mary's allowance of store hours were recently slashed from 198 hours to 134. So in reality, she is expected to pick up all that extra slack from the slashed hours. But when she brought this to upper management's attention, it ended up being her team's fault in the eyes of her district manager. It's like, well, you need to start having these difficult conversations with your team. They're not up to par. I've been watching camera and they're not doing one roll tanner an hour. They're not doing six totes an hour, but I see you running around and you're working like crazy, but they're not up to par. And I'm sitting here like, really? I'm not going to punish someone just because they're not as fast as you would like them to be. 
So let's take a look at the timeline of events. When did Mary post her TikTok series and what exactly has happened ever since? My first video was posted on March 28th. That's March 28th of 2022. It was in response to a customer's video. So this kind of goes hand in hand with what set me off, I guess you could say. It was a customer walking through a Dollar General store. Now, I don't know where this store is. I don't even know if it's in my same state. It just came across my feed and she was walking through the store and she was videoing and she was complaining about the store and how it's been that way for months and it's absolutely ridiculous. For months, this store been like this for months. Look at all these boxes of shit. Nothing on the shelves. This is absolutely ridiculous. Look, look. For months, this has been like this. But then when I got to the comments, of course, I started reading the comments. That is what really upset me. The comments were just bashing the employees. They were talking badly about how they were just lazy and they're not doing their jobs. And if I was the boss, I'd walk in there and fire everyone. And I'm like, okay, this deserves a video. I, I can't even comment to this because I have too much to say. <laughs> Mary's 18-minute video series was taken throughout the day while working at the store. She seemed dressed in her Dollar General uniform, working alone as she was scheduled to do that day. I'm going to play a clip from the very first TikTok video that Mary posted on March 28th in response to that customer's video that you just heard. You can watch Mary's full video series on her TikTok and all her other stuff, all the information about her movement, everything. She's very active on there. Her handle is at always Mrs. Gundel. That's always M-R-S-G-U-N-D-E-L. And I'll link her on the episode info on the website too. A lot of customers really don't understand what it's like to work for this company. So let me give you a little bit of insight as to why that store probably looks like that. A lot of the times it's not lack of the employees working. It's not the lack of the store manager doing their job. It's the simple fact that the store manager probably just gave up because they're tired of it. Now, the reason I say that is because I have ran several different kinds of stores myself. This, I believe, is my fifth store I have ran, and every single time I have taken over a new store, my store has always looked like that which I'm sure every single person would agree with if they understood what it was like to be a store manager running one of these stores. So let me just break it down for you a little bit. The store I run now is considered a tier three store, which is a $3.5 million store. To the company, that is considered a high volume store. I have three registers, one is a self-checkout. I do over $10,000 a day in sales and I see no less than 425 customers a day, sometimes upwards of 550 to 600 customers a day because I'm right next to the fairgrounds and they constantly have events and stuff like that going on. My trucks are no less, no less than 1650 to 1700 pieces, equaling about 40 rotainers. I get two fresh trucks a week. Yes, two. A fresh truck is a delivery of fresh and frozen food, milk, ice cream, anything that is time sensitive to be put away. So according to Mary, if someone is working alone when a fresh truck delivery arrives, they literally have to close down the store to put all of that food away themselves. And not only that, but more often than not, the fresh trucks will show up hours or even days outside of their scheduled delivery times. My first one that I get is anywhere between 100 to 200 pieces. And my second one I get is well over 300 every single week. My store also sells produce. And guess what? I get two deliveries of those a week. So I get two produce trucks a week. Now that basically sums up our workload for the week. But however, that does not include setting seasonal, setting in caps, getting all of our planograms done, 
doing price changes, hanging clearance stickers. There's a lot more that goes into what you have to do on a weekly basis here. So that is what started the video series. And that day I was scheduled by myself until two o'clock. So at that point I was already kind of frustrated as well because I'm trying to work and do what I've got to do and what I planned for myself that day, plus run back and forth to the register. Then I saw this video and that irritated me, so. Have you ever just been really heated in the moment and no matter what, you need to get your feelings out now? Well, I think that's what happened to Mary. And there was a buildup of things that led her to be pushed over the edge. I think it's important for our employers to remember that your workers are human and we can only handle so much until we reach our limit. A lot of while I was posting those videos, if you notice where it pauses, in between those times, I'm running back and forth to the register. I was dealing with a truck that was trying to come in my back door. I had a lot going on, so all day is basically how long it took me to make those six videos. So even though it's only 18 minutes, they're scattered throughout my entire shift. Right, right. Okay, so explain the movement now. Put in a ticket. The put in a ticket movement, it began really the day that I was fired. It was just a saying we came up with, you know, like put in a ticket because everybody was talking about the possibility of me being fired. People were commenting and making jokes saying, well, if corporate has a problem with it, tell them to put in a ticket. <laughs> So what is the actual meaning of putting in a ticket at Dollar General? Well, according to Mary, DG utilizes a computer system to report any issues that a store might be having. Anything from needing more products or problems with drivers or deliveries or if anything's broken or theft or if there's an accident. You're supposed to enter this information into the computer system where it's supposed to be reviewed by corporate. So how many times has Mary alone put in a ticket at Dollar General over the three years that she worked there? I can tell you it's been a lot. And I can tell you that nothing has been done about it. They still tell me, put in a ticket anytime anything crazy happens. So that is where put in a ticket came from. And then once I got fired, then the put in a ticket saying just blew. If they didn't go viral, do you think you would have gotten fired or no? No. I don't. Okay. Me and my assistant, Crystal, we haven't brought this to too much attention, but there are several TikTokers, several of them, that work for Dollar General. They're in uniform. They're in the store. They're making videos kind of just like we were, and they've been making them for longer than we have, even before this movement became a thing. They still have their jobs to this day. Crystal is now Mary's vice president in her movement, and she was fired from Dollar General the same day for the same reason that Mary was. Now, as far as the reason goes... For me, they were not specific. My boss basically took me into the office and was like, the company has decided that it's probably best if we separate employment at this time with you due to violating company policy. Did you ask what the policy was? No, I just handed him my keys and said, yeah, I figured that's exactly what was going to happen. When Mary initially posted her TikTok video, she didn't think it would end in her getting terminated. She thought it would just be like all these other people she sees posting videos and going about their lives and keeping their jobs. But on April 1st, 2022, just three days after she posted her TikTok series, Mary pulled into the parking lot of Dollar General at 6 in the morning to begin her shift, and she saw her boss's car in the parking lot. My boss is here at 6 o'clock in the morning. It was the first time for everything. Brought like two or three other people with him. So today's the day I either get fired or they push me to my limits where I hand him my keys. Guess what? I just got fired. It's pretty sad that a store manager or anybody literally has to go viral on a social media site in order to be listened to 
in order to get some help in their store because my boss came today along with two other store managers and they're gonna clear out that back room they were starting to clear behind my register so I already knew exactly what was about to happen At the same time like I said it's impossible to get help but you know when something like this happens oh yeah we have all the help in the world to come and do this right if you think that you're still gonna silence me because as of today I'm no longer a DG employee you're wrong first hired in 2019 I was hired on as a store manager within this past year I was promoted to a store training manager to train new store managers coming into the company along with this promotion the media continues to point out that Mary also received awards from Dollar General over the three years that she worked there I asked Mary about these awards and she said that on two occasions she received a plaque for reducing shrink in the stores. For all my non-retailers out there, shrinkage or shrink describes the loss of inventory due to circumstances such as shoplifting, vendor fraud, employee theft, and administrative error. So basically internal or external theft. So Mary reduced shrink in multiple stores, essentially saving Dollar General money, however much, and they gave her plaques for it. Do you get any like monetary gain from those or is that just like a plaque no it's just a plaque this is this is the way we describe this okay it's here you go here's your plaque let's take a pretty picture now be gone go go finish what it, what you got to do so circling back i mentioned earlier that dollar general slashed mary's labor hours from 198 to 134 i wanted to find out a little bit more information about why this was done what was the purpose of it mary said the company has done this multiple times since she started three years ago but this is the most drastic she's ever seen it and she has an idea why this is the worst i have ever seen it and i'm gonna tell you now exactly why i believe they're doing it this is my opinion just from numbers and things like that that i have seen I believe it is because Todd Vassos is getting ready to retire. Todd Vassos is the CEO of Dollar General, and according to his LinkedIn, he started out there as a division president and executive vice president from 2008 to 2013. Then he was promoted to COO until 2015 and promoted again to CEO, his current position. According to proxy statements filed for the 2020 fiscal year, Todd Vassos has made over $16 million just since his time as CEO at Dollar General. He is getting ready to retire. The prices of everything is going up. So they're having to purchase more, which is coming more out of their pocket because they're having to pay out extra for the same products they've been buying. Gas prices are through the roof, but guess what? Now they have to pay more in fuel for our drivers to deliver it to us from the warehouses. So prices are going up everywhere. They're paying out more dollars for everything, but uh, hold on, Mr. Vassas is getting ready to retire. We need to keep those stock prices up for the shareholders and everything like that. So where are we going to cut money? Where are we going to cut the budget so we can even this out? According to Dollar General's website, quote, what started as a single store is now a 20 plus billion dollar Fortune 119 company with 140,000 plus employees and counting. We're growing fast and so can you. There are endless opportunities for you, including award winning training programs and career paths in retail, distribution, transportation or corporate. The possibilities are endless, unquote. I have a few problems with this statement. Doesn't it seem weird that they are actively hiring new people, but cutting current employees' hours drastically at the same time? Rather than hiring new people and opening new stores, why not focus on improving the major issues that you have right now? So when we get hours cut like that, it, it, it kills you. And it was to the point to where some of my people were lucky if they were getting one day on my schedule. 
when they were getting three and four. It hurts the people that are working for the company and want to be employed with the company because they're like, wait a minute, I only got one day. Like I got bills that are coming in. How am I supposed to pay my bill on one day? Right. The labor that I was given was 134 hours. Okay. So that's all I can give to my team. I'm supposed to make up the rest, but technically I'm only supposed to work 48 hours. I was working anywhere from 60 to 80 hours a week. 60 to 80 hours a week. You're not some billionaire executive running a Fortune 500 company. You're managing a Dollar General store. Now, I don't know how much money Mary was earning. I didn't ask her. But my assumption is that when you factor in the effect that working such long hours has on your physical and your mental health and on your family and on your relationships, is it really worth the money? (laughs) Uh... I would definitely say that it affected a lot of things in my life. And I was always overwhelmed. I never really got any time to myself. Even if I was home after I'd been there all day, before I'd even walk in my door, my phone is ringing and it's either my boss or it's a question from one of my employees. Um, And then it caused problems in my marriage and with my family because we'd be sitting down at dinner and my phone would go off. And of course, I'd get that look from my husband, like, really? And then I'm taking calls at the dinner table. I actually got yelled at by my boss when I was out at Bush Gardens with my kids because I didn't answer my phone and it was my day off. So like, I'm with my family. Like, it's my day off. Am I not allowed to have a day off? You know, I told them, I was like, I, you know, I'm on my time. I am at Bush Gardens. I'm spending time with my family. I am not calling you back right now. And he literally said, you're a store manager. You don't get time off. That was my reply from my boss. Mary's movement put in a ticket has reached Dollar General employees all over the country. Workers are coming forward on social media, not only confirming that what Mary is saying is true, but sharing stories of their own about the unsafe working conditions that they've experienced themselves. Since she was fired, Mary organized a nationwide Dollar General walkout, a peaceful protest to demand higher wages, better hours, and safer conditions. The strike was planned for May 2nd, 2022. I had so many people reaching out to me. I couldn't handle it all. She knew this could be big when after she posted her series, she was getting phone call after phone call, email after email, not only from other DG workers, but from organizations, press, media, law firms. She had to delegate some of this attention to different state representatives. They feel almost the same way I am. They're like, oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. There's so many. And I'm like, so if you're feeling overwhelmed in West Virginia, sweetheart, imagine how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) But there was one phone call that shocked Mary the most. I'm good, Mary. Hey, I'm hoping we can talk for a few minutes. Hopefully we can talk just me and you, no recording or streaming. The last person I heard from was Miss Connie Droge herself. Connie Droge is Dollar General's Senior Vice President, and she actually gave Mary an award last year. She called me a few days after I was terminated. I don't know what the call was about. I'm guessing she was either going to offer me hush money to shut up or she was going to offer me my job back. But we didn't get that far because she refused to talk to me while the phone was recorded. I think the fact that Mary doesn't even consider the possibility of accepting hush money from a company that she doesn't even work for anymore says a lot about her character. She chooses to fight for better, safer conditions for thousands of people that she doesn't even know instead of thinking of herself first. Mary, I I really want to talk to you, but not when you're recording the message. I'm hoping that when you feel comfortable enough to talk to me unrecorded, that we can just have a conversation again, just me and you, Mary. Um, I, I, if if you feel comfortable doing that, please let me know. But otherwise, you know, I, I don't want to continue with a conversation. Mary, I hope that you can reconsider and talk to me when you're not recording. I want you to know I care about you. I genuinely care about you. 
and I care about our team deeply, and I, I would love to talk to you unrecorded. And you can call me anytime when you feel like it's the right time, and I will be here to talk to you at any time. Connie, you sound a little bit desperate, but why won't you talk to Mary while it's being recorded? This is your chance at redemption to change the public eye from thinking Dollar General treats their employees like garbage, but instead, you refuse to comment. With everything going on, I, I kind of don't feel comfortable at this point. Okay, I appreciate it, Mary. Just please think about it. And again, you can call me at any time and we can talk. Okay, thank you so much. I Mary, your- thank you. Mary, mm-hmm. thank you very much. You're welcome. So that's really the only interaction I've had with a higher up within the company myself, but my district manager has basically slandered my name around my district. He's come up with a nickname for me. I'm apparently Mary Kardashian. Hey, that's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not bad, but girl, I ain't got no Kardashian booty. I wish I had some. I worked it off while I was working at Dollar General or something. (laughs) So how many people were really actually planning on participating in the May 2nd walkout? And what will the end result really be? We have got thousands of people across the nation that are on board. They're ready with their signs, their t-shirts, and they are ready to protest outside of their stores on that day. All right, guys, today is our big day. I am on my way to my old store. I'm meeting the union reps there and then the rest of our supporters will be showing up around 12 o'clock. Woohoo! I know today can be a scary time for some people, but I just want to let you know that you have support. You have support everywhere. You have support across the United States that are backing you on this. You have all my support, just like I have all of yours. We now have the country's attention and they are seeing all of these issues. And it's time that we stand up and we let them know that we're not going to stand for it anymore. Today is that day. And I am so proud of each and every single one of you for having the courage to finally speak up and no longer let this company, Dollar General, bully you in silence. All they care about is the money that keeps lining their pockets, why we struggle, why we cry every single day when we leave work. Why we miss our kids' birthdays and special occasions with families. Thank you to everyone standing with me in protest and strike today against this horrible company. We will all be heard nationwide. Obviously, this story was big enough that corporate DG knew about it. And at some locations, they were trying to lie and tell their workers that the protest was fake. Also... On the very same morning of the walkout, May 2nd, 2022, ironically, certain store managers were randomly out of the blue, given back 20 labor hours for their work week. Hey guys, I am finally home from protesting in the sun all day. It was sweltering hot. I am very proud of my team, and yes, I still call them my team. I am very, very proud of them. And there were even times where we were on the megaphone and we were talking at the Dollar General store. Dollar General employees are no longer going to deal with this treatment from your company, Dollar General. We are now speaking against you, and we are speaking for every single Dollar General employee that you have used scare tactics on and are terrified of you. We welcome any Dollar General employee or customer who would like to join us in speaking out against Dollar General and their unfair treatment of employees, their unsafe working conditions, their mold in 
in the cooler, the fact that half their ACs don't work across the United States, and making employees work, part-time employees who are forced to work full-time hours with no benefits and no vacation time, but just told to keep pushing. I think it's important to remember that maybe DG workers who share Mary's beliefs and don't like the way that they're treated were just too afraid of potentially losing their jobs to participate in a protest. That's a scary thing to do, especially when you have bills to pay or a family to support. But with that being said, I found out today that over 40 stores closed their doors and protested yesterday. Now, that doesn't include the stores that remained open and still had protesters outside of their doors. That's a lot of people that were inspired by just me. We showed up, we did exactly what we said that we were going to do, and now even more of the world knows exactly what's going on inside of these stores. The truth is out, Dollar General, and we aren't going away. I look back at my time with Dollar General, and there were several times I was harassed, I was belittled, I was threatened, I was mistreated, and I felt like I didn't matter. And my concerns didn't matter. And there's no reason I should even say anything because it's just a waste of time. And I feel like Dollar General will continue on that path because they've gotten away with it for so long. So I do feel like unless a union is involved, they're not going to change. They're not going to. Why should they? If it was unionized, depending on the changes and all that stuff that the union does bring with it, the pay and the requirements, I wouldn't mind going back and working for Dollar General because I loved my job. Me and my team had a lot of fun. Every day while we were at work, we were joking around, we had music, we'd have contests, we've had games, we would order lunch. I mean, it's your family. Your Dollar General team is your family 100%. And I think that is what makes working there that much better because you're not just in the struggle by yourself, you're in the struggle with your family. I feel like this is a common scenario and it was actually referred to in episode two as trauma bonding. People stick around in loyalty to each other when in reality, they have zero respect for the company or their higher ups. But at the same time, I also know myself and I know my worth and I know my family's worth and I am not willing to sell my soul and my life away to any company ever again. Mary has a message for all former and current Dollar General employees, for everyone that's suffering in silence, and even the ones that say they don't support her movement. She's not planning on giving up until changes are made. I hear your voices. I hear your pain. I hear your suffering. And just know that every single bit of this is for you. Mary also has a message for corporate Dollar General. Todd Bassos, Steve Sutherland, Miss Connie Droge. It's about time someone stood up to you. And it's about time that you're held accountable for your own actions. And I'm sorry that it had to be this way. But I'm glad it's me. Mary wanted me to add that she is super impressed with how many people did participate in the walkout, and she is beyond proud of you. She continues to advocate for change to be the voice for so many people, and she even filed a wrongful termination claim. Why is it that everyone else can continue to post the same kind of videos as Mary did, but still keep their jobs? Will Dollar General make the changes that they need to in order for their workers to feel safe, increase security to protect them from crime and from danger? Give store managers actual reasonable labor hours. Acknowledge serious concerns of being forced to work alone in a busy store. I don't know if Dollar General will make these changes or not, but one thing I do know for sure is that for years, DG workers everywhere have felt not safe at work.
you everyone for listening to episode four of Not Safe at Work. If you're interested in ways that you can help support Mary, I have everything listed at notsafeatworkpodcast.com. And if you or anyone you know has a story worth sharing, please reach out to me at notsafeatworkpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at notsafeatworkpodcast. And follow me on Twitter at notsafeatworkpc. That stands for podcast. The whole thing just wouldn't fit in the handle. I'm still not setting deadlines for new episodes coming out. I do have to work a full-time job. So I'll see you when episode five is ready to go.